Hi, I'm Brittany Bly. And I'm Anna Marie Newell. And welcome to Pilot Lights. A podcast where two highly unqualified adults break down pilot episodes of new and old television shows. And just so you know, this podcast comes with a permanent spoiler alert. Welcome to the pilot episode of Pilot Lights. Hey, Brittany, how are you? I'm great, Anna Marie. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm so excited to be here with you and to start this podcast that we have been talking about for how long? Probably a year at least. At least. Yeah. I think it came to us in the midst of our quarantine, (laughs) stay-at-home, shelter-in-place days. Yeah, so Anna Marie and I were roommates. They were roommates. <laughs> we were roommates back in 2020 in California, you know, land of the lockdown. <laughs> and so one thing we did and got really good at was uh watching TV shows. Oh man, we're so good at that. We're so good at that. I should like put it on my resume. I think you should. But the uh, the thing is, what we love about that is that's what we think makes us semi-qualified. <laughs> To watch these TV shows, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of unqualified though, right? Yeah, definitely. Should we introduce ourselves? I guess. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay, go ahead. Thanks so much. Yeah. Um, so again, I, my name's Anna Marie. Not Anne Marie. It's not Anne Marie. Not Annie Marie. Not at all. No. Okay. Um, I what do I even say about myself? Oh, where do you live? Well, I guess we don't need to say. Well, where do you live? Just general terms, you know? Midwest. Ohio. She lives in Ohio. You don't have to say where. Anyways, she lives in Ohio. (laughs) Okay, you introduce yourself. Keep going. Okay. Well, we used to live in California, but then we moved and now I live in Ohio. I am currently a high school math teacher. What, what? Tell your joke. I teach mathematics, the only subject that counts. Insert crickets. I said <laughs> mathematics like, is the only subject that counts. And I literally heard her tell that joke over the pulpit at church, and it's amazing. It's great. I even have a shirt that says that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> so we've been talking about this episode for a long time. I'll introduce myself. Yeah. Again, I'm Brittany, Brittany Bly. Um, I am a behavior specialist, so I work with kids who have significant severe behavioral issues. Again, this makes us super qualified <laughs> for this particular to podcast down, to break down and critique. That's why we didn't say critique, you know, in the opener. I mean, we can definitely be critical many times. <laughs> We're very critical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. You know, when people ask you, like, what is your hobby? What do you like to do in your spare time? Oh, me? What do you say? Uh, Well, it's really embarrassing because I work in a place where there's, like, tons of, like, outdoors. Mm -hmm. I live in Utah. So, of course, like, outdoor stuff. And everybody always says hiking and biking and skiing. And I am so embarrassed to say, like, ooh, I really love to binge watch like TV series. I, like, hide that part of myself sometimes, you know? I know. I feel the same way. Well, let's just put this into perspective. So I will gladly claim the title of like binge watching 
person. Yeah. I've always kind of been a person who connects to stories, mm-hmm. like written word, spoken word, and TV shows. And so when I really like a show, I'll watch it to death. Um, for example, when I was writing my dissertation, she's a doctor, everyone <laughs> of a behavior analysis. Um, when I was writing my dissertation in the background, I had Game of Thrones. So like I watched all eight seasons of Game of Thrones wow. within like two or three months. And so everybody complained, spoiler alert, um, everybody complained how bad the last season was because it felt rushed. Well, it felt rushed for me the entire time because yeah. I just watched all of it sitting down. Anywho, that's that. So let's talk about like what we want to do with the show. Should we do that? Yeah. So how this is going to work is we decided that there is so much TV out there, right? Like so much television. You go on Netflix and Hulu and literally on like CBS. I don't know. Not that word. That's Paramount Plus. Oh, Paramount Plus. There's just so much TV out there. And so we just thought, I don't think that there's any podcasts out there that like talk about a pilot episode So you don't have to, you know, Mm -hmm. like we'll watch the episode so you don't have to, or you can decide like, Hey, that sounds great. We're going to go ahead and watch the series. Mm -hmm. The thing is, if we choose something older, we might talk about the series in general, but how that pilot episode sort of affected the series. Exactly. I mean, there might be other podcasts like this, that they do things like this, but they don't have us. Yeah. We're pretty, I mean, we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but we're pretty funny. We are the funniest people <laughs> you can listen to right now. I mean, yeah, you will be a fool if you don't listen to us right a now. A fool. <laughs> just seriously just kidding. Go ahead. Tell us how tell us how it's going to work. Yeah, so pretty much every week one of us will choose an episode of a TV show, the pilot episode, um and we're going to kind of assign it to each other. Mhm. And uh, we're going to do, obviously we will watch it and we're going to take notes and we will research some stuff and, and we're going to tell you our reactions and our thoughts about it. And, yeah. and then, you know, we're always going to end with a rating um, since we are the pilot lights. <laughs> uh, shout out to all those furnaces out there. <laughs> when our furnace broke anyways keep going (laughs) was the the not so reliable semi-reliable pilot light and so we're gonna tell you out of five flames Mm -hmm. is this show lit or not is it lit or not (laughs) right like exactly um and what's really great about this is you might be thinking why do i care what these two ladies oh yeah i was gonna say unqualified (laughs) uh these two (laughs) women who work in education um think about shows but what you don't know about us yet unless you're our friends shout out to our friends who are listening is that Anna Marie and I have a very uh distinct difference in tv shows yes like I love horror shows and Anna Marie loves theater um but but mainly like comedy smash is not a comedy Okay, we're going to keep coming to this, but what's really great and what we've decided and we found through quarantine and living with each other for (laughs) two years, basically, is that we have a great Venn diagram. Like, so in the middle of our Venn diagram is the Muppets. Oh my gosh. We may have our differences. Like I might like, I don't know, the Walking Dead and you might like Lucifer and uh, we'll figure, (laughs) we'll figure out that there's this great in between like Golden Girls. We love Golden Girls. (laughs) The nanny, you know? For our first episode of the 
first episode, the TV show that I have chosen is called Abbott Elementary. Mm. It's um, a newer show currently in its second season, but it did first air um, in December of 2021. It's on ABC or Hulu. And um, it follows a group of teachers brought together in one of the worst public schools in the country simply because they love teaching. That's the tagline on IMDb, which is our favorite website. I didn't come (laughs) up with that on my own. That's great. Um, The creator is Quinta Brunson. And let me just say, I love her. I do too. I will tell you, the first time I ever saw her was in a BuzzFeed video. (laughs) It's called If We Were Honest Making Plans. And I thought it was hilarious where a friend of hers invited her to go to a party saying, hey, I'm having a party at my house on Friday. And she said, no, I'm, I don't want to (laughs) come. And he was just so upset and was like, why aren't you going? And she was just like, well, honestly, I don't want to go anyway. So I'm in love with her for that. Um, and I chose this because, well, one, it is such a cute show. It's can so I cute. say that? Yeah. yeah. You can. Um, it's won so many award one. It's won like three primetime Emmys. It was nominated a bunch of times, a bunch of times. And I mean, well, and it only debuted like last year. I know. Yeah. And I mean, as a teacher, I love mm-hmm. seeing realistic mm-hmm. portrayals of teachers or education. Same. Like in in the media or in TV shows and movies. And of course, I thought Brittany and I could have a good conversation about that. And I yeah. thought we also want everyone to watch this show. So that's definitely why we're talking about it. So what's super cool about this show is that I don't know. The first time I watched it, I really like how they introduce the characters because mm-hmm. it's kind of this mockumentary style uh, show, kind of in the same vein as like Modern Family yeah. or The Office or Parks and Rec and things like that. And so you have the scenes and it's clearly like a documentary crew. And so the first character who's introduced is Janine Teagues, who's played by Quinta Brunson. And she's a first grade teacher and she's green and she's excited <laughs> and it's her second year. And she talks about like, how she and only two other teachers are the only ones who've like stayed. And that's so relatable, I think for anybody who's a new teacher. And she talks about trauma bonding. She does. Like we're not really friends. It's just trauma bonded. And you're like, Oh my gosh, that's so relatable. So then it goes to Jacob, who is like the only white male (laughs) teacher at this school, Jacob. And he's played by Chris Perfetti. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's just this bright eye, very woke history teacher, history teacher. And it's just great. And he's just, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. But it, again, yes, white male teacher in we didn't mention where this was set. Oh yeah, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Predominantly black inner city school. Yeah. And so here's Jacob, this white history teacher <sighs> just really trying to keep things yeah. keep things woke like. Yeah, well, <laughs> like you said. Right. So then it just kind of goes to these different characters. The next character is Barbara, mm-hmm. who's the old school like Better kindergarten end. teacher. And it's she's played by Cheryl Lee Ralph. And I just love her. She reminds me of my kindergarten teacher, actually. Mm-hmm. But it's just she's been there forever. And she kind of sees uh, Janine and Jacob as like, oh, you're here until you're not, basically. Yep. Um, and then you have Melissa, who is probably my favorite character. Shimenti. Shimenti. 
And it's she's played by Lisa and Walter, who, of course, like, I don't know these names as much, but I do know her as Chessie from the Parent Trap remake with Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> and she's so good in this show. I she just is. find her really great. And I think she plays a second grade teacher. But she and Barbara have obviously been teachers for a really long time. Yeah. And then you have, like, Ava, the principal, who we'll get to. But she is perfection as like an admin in public education. Mm -hmm. Um, And that character is played by Janelle James and Mm -hmm. she's fabulous. And I think like the pilot episode, you kind of get this idea of her, but as the series goes on, she's really great, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, And then, then you have the star that we knew (laughs) uh, Tyler James Williams playing Gregory Eddy, but we knew him as everybody hates Chris. <laughs> he played Chris Rock and everybody hates Chris like way back when. Baby so Chris Rock. as I've watched him do different roles, I just love to see him as this like substitute teacher. who's like this, you know, strong black male who is originally going out for the like principal job yeah. and he doesn't get the job. And so then now he's a substitute teacher. Just a sub. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's just great because you kind of get this idea of who these characters are and why they love teaching and why they're there. And a lot of the show takes place like in the classroom, but then also in like the teacher's lounge, which I love mm-hmm. a lot. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Brittany, you, I mean, right now you're a behavior analyst, mm-hmm. but you've also been just a classroom. Mm-hmm. I don't mean just, ooh. Yeah. You've been a classroom teacher. Yeah. Yeah. So I taught fourth grade um, while I was doing grad school and I love teaching, but mm-hmm. there's so much, and I taught on the East coast. So mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of things that are really relatable. Um, but yeah, I think that's what draws me to the show is I taught in an elementary school with teachers who were this like <laughs> old school teacher who has, they're like set in their ways. They're really good at what they do and they don't have a lot of time for like the new bright eyed, bushy tail teacher that's right out of like their student teaching years so yeah sometimes well I'm newer I'm in my fifth year of teaching and most of my experience is high school some Mm -hmm. middle school I have not been (laughs) in an elementary school aside from when I was subbing and I was either the gifted math teacher sub one day or the librarian one day (laughs) and let me tell you elementary school is it's a whole nother world oh yeah Compared to high school or even middle school. Yeah, it's yeah. the best. Do you want to talk a little bit about the plot then of the first episode? Yes, perfect. Ma'am. Like Brittany said, the. There's a bunch of main characters, but kind of the the one that it focused on was Janine, played by Quinta Brunson. And she's that, you know, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed teacher. She's been teaching for a year in this inner city school in Philadelphia. And so in this pilot episode, um, in her first grade classroom, a student had an accident on the carpet on like the story time carpet no the rug yeah the rug um and she (laughs) she was trying to find a replacement rug because Mm -hmm. i mean her classroom needs this rug she they need this carpet in order for story time and that's i mean can do you remember story time yeah elementary school oh for sure yeah on the carpet yeah 
Yeah, I remember, I mean, even as a teacher, like fourth grade teacher, the rug is such a like, it's just an area where you congregate your class. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's like work time. I think mine was in the reading nook, but as like a lower elementary school teacher, Mm -hmm. kindergarten through like second grade, like most of your group instruction happens on the carpet. They can play on the carpet and all that. So it's kind of like the rug is just like part of your classroom. Like you always have a rug in your classroom. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I like story time, Mm -hmm. but I remember not like sitting on the rug, even when I was a little kid. Hmm. Like if I had an option to sit in a chair, you know you where you would find me. Like in a chair. Definitely in a chair. Yeah. In my own (laughs) (laughs) cut that up. Um anyway. I was gonna say I had, a, I had a best friend growing up, and she was actually allergic to the carpet, like the fibers. I I don't even know. My little kid brain could not wrap my head around it. How could you be allergic to the carpet? Maybe it just made her itchy. I think so. Maybe the like mites and stuff. Ew. I mean, we know the carpet doesn't really get clean the way it should. Yeah. That's and so she had to sit on this plastic foamy pad and I would sit next to her we're best friends Mm -hmm. and I would just get so nervous when her leg would like kind of stretch (laughs) out and touch the carpet I was like she's gonna die it's just that focus yeah yeah anyway so (laughs) Janine is trying to get this a new rug and she goes to the principal Mm -hmm. Ava well she tells everybody like I'm just gonna reach out to Ava because I need funds and she can like find the funds so she tells all the teachers they're like it's a bad idea and she goes well I'm gonna do it anyway so this discussion kind of happens in the teacher's lounge Mm -hmm. or the yeah the teacher's lounge and Barbara the veteran teacher and so Barbara's kind of like the teacher that Janine just really wants really wants to please and she really wants her to you know like admire her like ambition and the things that she's doing in her own classroom kind of like a step-in mom you know yeah yeah and they kind of allude to that throughout the episode she calls her mom (laughs) (laughs) by accident see you mom if i had a dollar for every time a kid called me mom at school i'd have twenty (laughs) dollars sorry um yeah so janina says i'm gonna go ask for this rug and then barbara says I mean, there's a lot of pushback because yeah. these these more experienced teachers who have been there for quite a while, they kind of, they know how the system works yeah, they, and doesn't work. They know that it's like not, it's going to fall on deaf ears. And I think what they do really well in this show is showing these older teachers saying like, we know how this is going to go. You're wasting your time. And then having been a like new teacher, I think where you have that optimism to change the system and you're like, Mm -hmm. I know I can be the person that's going to change this. Um, And you're going up against these teachers who think you should do what you can with what you have. And it's that old school mindset. Whereas like our generation of teachers is very much like, no, we can do this. All you have to do is sit down and talk about it. And we can definitely help look at the budget (laughs) and maybe there's some fundraising, but it's this idea of like, Hey, you haven't been in public education for that long. Yeah. And guess what? It's not going to happen. And guess what happens in the show? It doesn't, doesn't happen. happen. <laughs> like she petitions. Anyways. Yeah. Um, I mean, Barbara even said that you just have to work with what you have mm-hmm. so you don't get let down. Yeah. And I think the introduction and just that like the introduction to 
the admin <laughs> is so flawless because I don't know. I've worked with some really awesome admin and in mm-hmm. my, I'm not going to say where I work, but like in my position, I have this like opportunity to work with all of the admin in the school district that I work for. And you have people who are really good at their jobs and they know their kids and they've been teachers. And then you have people where you're like, oh, you're just here because you get paid six figures or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you just, you don't know what it's like to teach. You don't have empathy for like, in my, in my experience, like special ed. And so this introduction that of this character, who's clearly like a caricature of like what an admin is, is just so flawless Mm -hmm. because she's the worst yeah like the worst and she's like oh yeah write it grant and tell me what you need so then janine like comes up with this like really intricate email sends it to the superintendent yeah well first she sends it to ava saying like hey this is what i need i need a rug mm-hmm. and then ava gets a grant mm-hmm. and then spends it on a, sign. a plastic sign with her face on it <laughs> For Abbott Elementary. That says Abbott Elementary, Willard Abbott Elementary School. Like it's like just on top of the building. Yeah. And she, and so then of course, Barbara and Melissa are like, see, we told you, you were going to get this, like nothing was going to come of it. Mm-hmm. And then Janine is just so sad because, and angry. Yeah. Because those, mo- that money could have been used for different things. Exactly. Yeah. So then, yes, that's when she sends an email to the superintendent saying, hey, our principal Janine. I mean, sorry, Ava. our principal Ava didn't use this money fairly and like appropriately. Mm-hmm. And oh man, she told the other teachers and I'm pretty sure that's when Barbara said those emails get kicked back to the super, the, the building and admin. Uh, <laughs> so it just went back to Ava. Yeah. That um, Janine had sent that like over her head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then Ava calls this meeting and I think like, I don't know. I think that the part that I really relate to in this is like seeing teachers who want to make a difference and having been like, I wasn't ever like a veteran teacher, but I was a teacher who had been teaching for a while. Mm -hmm. And you just see that disappointment when you realize like in that new teacher's eyes, like, oh, this didn't work or, oh, I'm not going to be able to make the difference or change that I thought I was going to be able to make. Right. So then Ava calls this like faculty meeting during lunch, during their lunch and basically to berate Janine. Yeah. So during that part, Ava, the principal just started almost lashing out at Janine of, of things she didn't like about her and how she's not a great teacher and definitely not a great dresser (laughs) I always pick on Janine for her clothes but my favorite part is well the principal wanted other people to kind of say similar negative things about Janine and then immediately the other teachers Shimenti, Barbara they just put their foot down and say no we're not gonna say things like that we're not gonna do that and like how can you fault her for wanting to make things better so it's cool because they were so critical of her and then they stand up to the admin exactly and they're just like this is a not okay Mm -hmm. and this was something that's really important to her and like she keeps i think what's so great about this show or this episode is like it's all about the rug and so you think like Janine just wants the rug. So the whole time you're just like, okay, she just wants this rug. She wants her classroom to, you know, be a specific way. 
So then she gets up and after she walks out of the meeting, she's like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to get this rug one way or the other. Right. And then that's when they, the other teachers were like, Ava, this was a waste of time. And like, also you're not going to, we're not going to do that. And so then they go out, they find her in the hallway. She's staring into her classroom. And one of her students is laying on the floor on top of his like jacket. Yeah. And so she looks so like they come up and they look and she goes every day at lunch he comes in and he takes a nap on the rug and if I don't have that rug for him he says it's softer than his bed Mm. and the other teachers are like yeah he's got a mom and his dad's not there and they've got too many kids and he doesn't get a lot of sleep at night and so it just hits you like oh she's looking out for this one kid and I think that's the most touching so like the show is so funny throughout but then that section of the show is so touching and I feel like that's the part that I like I cry every episode but that episode I was just like oh my gosh I've had that I know you've had that Mm -hmm, right definitely I think those are some of my favorite quotes of the show um and that's I think Barbara Barbara says at one point like we have to be able to do it all like we're expected to do it all as teachers we're admin so we're solving our own problems we're social workers I can't even tell you how many times I've had to call DCFS or things like that yeah you know, we're second parents and sometimes in some cases we're first parents for yeah. kids. Um, and we're on all, all on top of that teachers. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to help them with this education as well. Yeah. So then um, one of the things that I love about this show, like we talked about Melissa Shimenti and how <laughs> BA she is, uh, immediately she gets on her phone and she's like, I know a guy. Mm-hmm. And then later, later that day up pulls this truck. And in this truck, there are just these rolled up rugs, new, brand new rugs. Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> yeah. For like the, yeah. For all of the teachers. Mm-hmm. And I mean, no questions asked. The guy has no name. Yeah. <laughs> and um, these teachers pull together and, get a rug for Janine and that student and for her class and for each other. Yeah. Yeah. They had each other's backs I, in the end. I think that's what's so great is like the beginning of the, I keep saying, that's, I think that's what's so great, but honestly, like the beginning of the show, you have this, these teachers who seem separated. I mm-hmm. mean, clearly like Melissa and Barbara, because they've worked there for so long or close, but you have these teachers who are separate and working as hard as they can. And by the end, you realize like, oh, it's a community. Yeah. And I think at like the last scene, Janine is, you know, teaching something on the rug. And Barbara comes in with like a spray bottle for like odor and pet stains or something yes. like pet stains or stains and pet odor. And she just puts it on her desk and looks at her and smiles. And it's like this idea of like, finally, she's taking her seriously. And there's this like connection that's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Also towards the end, well... In the middle, okay. There's like a great meet cute between Gregory, the sub. Everybody hates Chris <laughs> and Janine. Um, and during one of his little interviews in this mockumentary style show, Gregory comments, "Wow, yeah, she seems really nice." Yeah, <laughs> and it, it definitely is a meet cute. And like towards the end, um. You know, Janine said, welcome to Yeah, like, are you going to stay or are you just here for subbing? And he's like, I don't know. Like, I think I might stay. She's like, well, I hope you do stay. Yeah. It's just, of course, this cute little. Exactly. I mean, I love me a show 
with a romantic mm-hmm. plot line, mm-hmm. a rom-com. Those are those are my jams. Agreed. And even, I mean, as a single woman in education, it's like, can I say this? It's kind of my dream. Obvi. To be in a school or to like marry another teacher or be in a relationship with another teacher because what other profession or other person would really even understand the life of a teacher the schedule of a teacher all that trauma (laughs) you already mentioned trauma bonding I mean it's like you know doctors marry doctors or nurses or with because they understand yeah yeah I mean why well, I'm at a new school and uh, it's just, it's one of those things in the back of my mind. Like, am I going to meet? <laughs> this is sad. I'm like, when's he going to come in through the door? <laughs> what sub is going to be my new boo? I mean, honestly, sometimes when I meet new teachers, I do a ring check. Oh, obviously. All I do. Do and then I have to see if he's gay or straight. <laughs> honestly. Great. Well, no, there I are. That's, that's I mean, accurate. In my experience, there have not been a lot of straight, single teachers. Nice, <laughs> attractive <laughs> male teachers. Correct. Yeah. So I think, I think like, what I love about this show is the state of the country post COVID and education is honestly like chaos sometimes and it depends on what school you're in but even if you're in like a great wealthy school district even that it's so hard the Mm -hmm. kids are hard the parents are hard some of the kids are behind socially and academically even if they're above academic level they haven't been with other kids and so what I love about this show is it came out I mean still the pandemic was happening but it came out at this time where education has been notoriously difficult public education has been notoriously difficult for Mm -hmm. teachers and especially new teachers all you have to do is like I think if you type in hashtag new teacher on TikTok like (laughs) there's so many teachers who've like quit after teaching for like a year or a few months and it is it's so difficult Mm -hmm. to be a teacher and I think I think what I I appreciate is just that quote Um, by Barbara where she says that like you have to be everything for these kids Mm -hmm. like you have to be everything and I've had those experiences when I was a teacher um, as a behavior specialist like I see kids who go through like so much trauma and I see teachers who've gone through a lot of trauma and so being able to I don't know have this like light I feel like this is the like scrubs of education because scrubs really put like medicine and hospitalization into this funny but dark sometimes and sensitive like Uh you cry at it and I think that what this show does is really sheds a light on like the joys of teaching and the hardships of teaching Mm -hmm. and the politics of teaching oh yeah so yeah exactly I mean there's a lot of statistics about teacher retention in our country. Oh my gosh. I think um, currently it's about, what I'm seeing is about 44% of teachers who leave the profession in their first five years. That's half. Five years of teaching. I may not be a math teacher, but I know that 44% is close to half. Good job. Thanks. And Thanks, Ms. Newell. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, Exactly. I mean, I am in my fifth year and 
I've gone through a lot in my teaching career Mm -hmm. and I've reconsidered things and I've questioned my choices because of some of the challenges that I faced and the support or lack Mm -hmm. of support I was getting in certain positions and in areas. And I mean, just imagine, I know it's different, like you said, kind of in different areas, maybe state by state, Mm -hmm. county by county, whether it's suburban or urban or rural. Is there anything else besides those three? (laughs) I think that's the three. Um, Depending on where you are, maybe the percentages are different and challenges are different, but overall, our education system kind of needs a makeover. It does. And this is not an education podcast, but if it were, you and I could talk about the things that could change like for hours. (laughs) For hours. So look out for our next podcast (laughs) called Education Lights. Just kidding. Don't do that. We're not doing that. It took us forever to record (laughs) the intro. We're not going to be starting anything else soon. Exactly. Um, But I think that What can sum up this episode and my thoughts about this series perfectly is, I don't remember who said it. I think it maybe was Melissa or it could have been Barbara, but she like, you know, takes Janine by the shoulders or puts her hand on her shoulder and she goes, we do this because we're supposed to, it's a calling and you answered, Mm -hmm. you do everything you can for your kids. Mm -hmm. And I think as a person in education and I, this is my hot take. If you don't see education and teaching that way, it's hard to be in education. Obviously there's a lot to be said about like abuse that happens of teachers by yeah. students and parents and admin and other teachers. But to go into education, I feel like that's usually that initial instinct is you're here because it, you love to be with students and you love to teach and help, help individuals grow and be better people. Mm-hmm. And so I just love this show. So, so, so very much. So do I. It's so sweet. And like predictions I know that's something we were going to talk about yeah. at some point. Like, I feel like my prediction of this show is I see it running and being as beloved as like Modern Family. I would, I mean, Modern Family had 10 seasons. Maybe I just finished it. It was either 10 or 11. Yeah. And I would, it's, it would be a dream for Abbott Elementary to be on oh, yeah. for that long. Yeah. I would really hope so. It's just so wonderful. And I think like the way that they have already developed the characters Mm-hmm. Um, especially like Jacob, who seems like <laughs> this like slight character, like this really dorky character at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and even Barbara, right? Like how she's developed from episode one to like the most recent episode mm-hmm. is just it's so great. And also their depictions of the students is so fun too. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. It's not it's not like they're only showing the teachers. There are I mean real children yeah. actors, of course, but in these shows and oh my gosh yeah. when they show certain children and things that they say and things that they do yeah. it just it makes it so real it shows the frustrations of teaching it shows the joys of teaching the and just, different styles of teaching too exactly. it's like all of the teachers that they portray have different personalities and even Ava right like so Ava at the beginning of the series is so unlikable the principal but as you kind of go throughout the series and you'll see this if you continue to watch it you should you should um she really develops and you realize like some of the methods mm-hmm. like I predict her character will be a lot like a Michael Scott character or Leslie Nope, where mm-hmm. you're like ugh, they're so annoying and yeah they're kind of still annoying but mm-hmm. like 
she has redeeming qualities and she has some of the funniest one-liners because she's clearly <laughs> like the worst principal ever. Um, but as a, as an individual and as a character in the show, she's probably, she and Melissa are probably two of my favorites. So the way that she got her job. Yeah. Well, cause remember you mentioned Gregory. Oh yeah. He, I mean, so he's a sub now, but he has his admin license. Mm-hmm. He actually doesn't have a, teaching license yeah. necessarily which also a whole nother oh, slew that, of politics that we can talk we would about. have like 10 yeah. episode podcasts about that admin who've never taught yeah but we still love gregory mm-hmm. and so he you know interviewed for the job he actually got the job and then ended up not like it it, it fell through mm-hmm. and then ava was the principal and what happens is she's at the goes to the same church as the superintendent and caught him maybe being a little friendly with he cheated another lady <laughs> he cheated Not on his, his wife. wife yeah and uh then she got the job yeah so through blackmail which is always a great way to get an admin position i highly recommend it i really enjoyed rewatching it with you too oh exactly i mean me too and it's <laughs> It's already in season two. Season two just recently started. Yeah. It's four episodes into season two. And it's... I mean, each episode is just... I haven't I haven't watched one episode that's fl- like felt flat ever. It's like no. Modern Family. Modern mm-hmm. Family was like that too. Not to keep comparing it to that, but it's that same kind of idea where you're like, the writers are just super tight mm-hmm. um, and the script is really great and relatable as a teacher. And I think even if you're not a teacher, you'll rep, you'll appreciate the show. I have lots of friends who aren't teachers and who also really like the show. Yeah. Okay. All right, Brittany. So here comes our, here's our rating out of five pilot lights. Oh my gosh. I'm going to say five, but I want to set this precedent that like, I think out of five can be hard Yeah. because- but I really do believe that this show is out of five, like five pilot lights. I give it five, five pilot lights. That's my rating. What about you? Okay. Well, out of five, five. Yeah. I mean, this show is lit. It's lit. It is. It it has everything. You've already said it is funny. Yep. I have cried in multiple episodes. And Sometimes not like, more than one time in an episode. Oh, yeah. And um, it just, it makes you feel things. It makes you think. Mm-hmm. And like you've mentioned our country and education, like things kind of definitely need to change. And I think this is a way that this, I mean, this show can help other people who aren't like in the trenches in the system, help them know what's going on. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. That's it for our first episode. I think we did a pretty good job. What do you yeah, think? I feel good about this. I do too. Um, I'm not joking when I say that we did record the intro quite a few times. We're going to just do some behind the scenes here. We're going to have a lot of bloopers. We're going to have a lot of bloopers eventually when we um, hopefully have more than like two listeners. Again, shout out to Cammie, my roommate currently, <laughs> and our old roommate together, and probably um, Kim. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay, so next week... Uh, you'll have to join us for it's October, which is both of our favorite months. Yep. I am a scary movie person and I'm a not. scary TV show person. Anna Marie is not. 
So I would like us to do a spooky one, but not too spooky. So we're going to actually watch a show that literally just came out. I think Mm -hmm. this last week called The Watcher, which is based off of a true story. And it's going to be kind of spooky. So we can watch that. And then um, we'll come together next week and definitely just talk it through. (laughs) It's going to be great. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, again, we're pilot lights. Brought to you by no sponsors. And I don't know, just stop it. <laughs> <laughs>